You're listening to South Bend Beat, produced by Alpha Dog Podcast. This week on South Bend Beat, we have Kylie Carter. Kylie's with DTSB, and we're going to talk about the last year and the adjustments DTSB has had to make and what the next year is looking like, and more specifically, previewing late spring, this summer events for downtown South Bend, and a little bit of her story and her background and how she ended up at this position. And this episode, you guessed it, it's brought to you by Martin Supermarkets. Uh, We just recently got a rotisserie chicken that was smoked, and it was phenomenal. So I highly suggest that. You can follow them on social media at Martin's Markets. Visit their website, martins-markets.com, and drive around, and eventually you'll run into a Martin's. Pop in and check them out. So enjoy this episode with Kylie Carter of DTSB. Kylie, how are we doing today? Great. Yeah. Yeah, the weather's starting to cooperate. Maybe a little bit of rain coming, but I got to imagine things are better at DTSB when it's nice out and walkable. Oh, definitely, especially since we've been doing all our events outside, so it's good to have nice weather. Yeah. So the world is starting to open up and will start to open up over the next month, two months, hopefully. Um, Before we get into anything else, can you talk about, from a DTSB perspective, what the last year has looked like? It's been a challenge. It's definitely made us just re-examine everything we did. You know, um, I think a lot of organizations do what they've always done and it's worked, but this has really been a, a good challenge for us to, to really put everything under a, a microscope and be like, is this the best way to do stuff? And some of the changes we've made during this past year, we will continue to go with like, We've gone contactless with most of our marketing materials and done QR codes. And I think we people have really caught on to that. It's definitely saving trees and saving money. So I think that's one little piece that I think we'll continue to, to keep doing it like that. And so it's kind of shaken things up a little and made us discover some better ways to do things. Right. And can you talk about how, how quickly you've had to adapt? So I get the emails that often you send out for DTSB yeah. as well. And it seems like, you know, every week you're offering some kind of assistance, help, or advice, just something to help downtown businesses. Is is that something that has to be very concentrated? And it's like this week, like, what are we going to do to help out? Or is it just trying to keep up and keep everybody afloat? Uh, Definitely. I think, you know, that first month or so when every when everything's changed for our world uh, we really had to pivot and figure out as we all did like what now how do we keep to be a service for our downtown businesses even though we can't do these events that normally brought people to their doors so we started early on with a to go DTSB to go campaign mm-hmm. on social media, which has now morphed into a takeout 25. Um, if you haven't, if you're not following that group on Facebook, do so takeout 25 downtown South Bend. 
where we're encouraging people to spend 25 a week in downtown carryout and be entered to win a monthly drawing for a hundred dollar gift card. And we've seen like a lot of our downtown businesses have really seen economic impact from that takeout 25 campaign. So, so let's talk a little bit about you. Are you from here? What's your background? I am from Etna Green. Okay. Which is, I do not know what Etna Green is. It's 45 minutes from here. Okay. Most people know it by, oh yeah, you guys are always in the tornado warning okay. towns. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it's a town of 500 people between Warsaw and Plymouth where 19 okay. and 30 meet. Okay. So yeah. What brought you to South Bend? I am a Notre Dame grad. Okay. So, um, but beyond that, growing up, coming to South Bend was like a big treat. Yep. To, coming from a 500 person town. Same for me. To be yeah. able to go to Scottsdale Mall yeah. and, you know, go to the movies. R.I.P. Scottsdale Mall. Oh, I yeah. know. <laughs> I loved Scottsdale Mall. <laughs> so how long have you been with DTSB? I've been with DTSB for seven years now. I started as an intern in May of 2014. And then after that, I worked for the SB 150 campaign. Yeah. So I was the only paid person for SB 150. So that was a real uh, opportunity to to learn a lot about event planning. And um, I have actually a master's in journalism. And I decided to, to I didn't really like what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I kind of took a break from life and figured out what I wanted to be when I grew up and decided I wanted to do event planning. So that's why I started as an intern because I didn't want to go back to school. And I figured that would be the best way to learn event planning. And it was just on the job, thrown into the deep end. Yeah, and I, and I love that too, because so many people, they'll get their degree in something and they feel like, well, this is what I have to do, you know, even, right. even if it's not going to be at maximum happiness level, but yeah, you like, were well, able to say, you know, this is what I want to do. So this is what I'm going to do. I think, yeah, there's a lot of, oh, I've sunk this money into this master's yeah, degree. Well, now yep. I'm forced to do like, yeah, yeah. but I think it's worse to waste your life than to waste that Agreed. money. Agree. <laughs> so, so what did last summer, like, I guess really since COVID hit, the timeline has always been murky and it's always been, this will happen. This will happen. At what point were you, were you, was DTSB just going basically a month at a time? Let's take something like Artbeat, for example. I imagine like early on in COVID, you're like, Artbeat can probably happen. It'll, it'll probably be up and around. Like at what point do you have to make the decisions to push something? Right. So, uh, in the first few weeks, once we finally had some directives from the governor, we did shut down all of our events right. for until July 4th. That was going to be the independence day when yep. everything was going to be open again. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was all going to be gone. And it was going to be one big party. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The pandemic was going to be over on July 4th. Yeah. Maybe but, this July 4th. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so we, as I said, yeah, we, we canceled all our events till July 4th and it gave us a ch chance to uh, regroup and be like, okay, how's the safest way we can do all of our events. And then the ones we couldn't figure out a safe way to do, we didn't do them. So we really wanted to position ourselves as being the safest events that you could go to because we didn't want to have the responsibility right. of causing a super spreader event. Like, so it's a fine line of, yes, we need to provide opportunities for people to socialize and opportunities for businesses to get people in their doors. But we also have a civic responsibility to not get people sick, right, you know? Right. So yeah, we, um, we are also very optimistic. So we really, we planned on having Artbeat until about six weeks out from okay. the event. Then uh, we decided to do a virtual one instead. So let's talk about less of the bummers with COVID and more about what's coming up. Yeah. Um, so what, from a DTSB lens, what do we have to look forward to either in the immediate future with late spring and then into early summer? Um, 
again, timelines are still kind of murky. Uh, I've seen local health officials say like end of May, maybe things start to look normal again. Um, so, so what can we look forward to with DTSB? We are still doing our first Fridays, which we started back up in August mm-hmm. of 2020. And those have been going really great. So we, we conti- we're going to continue those. We are going to open up the Michigan Street for seating like we did last summer, where we closed down the block with the State Theater, put tables and chairs there, entertainment. So we'll continue to do that um, in the summer first Fridays. We have some really exciting ones coming up. Like the we're working with the Civic for the South Bend Fringe Festival for the May first Friday and the June one's a kids theme. So we've got some fun ones coming up. And even if, you know, things tank with like the, uh, like our projected uh, recovery gets pushed back again. Yes. Yeah. Like, so we are just at this point, we're pretty jaded. We, that we like we've never, heard it all before, we're yeah. never going <laughs> to just be like, okay, that's the date they say things are going to be yeah. all better. So we are prepared to keep on doing all of the protocols that we have until we're told by the local health department that they don't feel like that's necessary anymore. We have a really great relationship with them. I have regular calls with Robin Vita. Like, okay, can we do this? Can we do that? What about if we want to have Easter bunny visits? How do we do that? So, you know, we had Easter bunny visits a couple of weeks ago. We had them in a balloon basket that provided a, you know, aesthetically pleasing barrier between the kids and the bunny. And so we are going to continue to have regular calls with them, tell them what we are planning on doing, asking, is this okay? How should we modify it and keep doing that until until they feel like it, it's all all clear. So. so if the all clear does come at that in that late May period, is there any thoughts on to how massive like the June 1st Friday could be if if it's like right. we're good to go? <laughs> I mean, could that could be a massive event. It could be. Yeah, I'm I I feel And if it's not June, the, the yeah. July one could be a massive event. Right. Yeah, I mean, currently we're limited to 100 people in any given spot, but right. if those numbers go away, I, yeah, I don't know. But, um, and Artbeat is typically, we're talking later summer then. Yes, Artbeat is going to be 8 21 That's easy to remember. And we are right now under the assumption we will need to make, make changes to that event. Mm-hmm. We'll, we are prepared to limit the amount of booths, space them out further, we might, I hope we don't have to require masks, but if that is what the health department says at the time, then we will. Let's hope not. Yeah. So, (laughs) so we just have like on all on our website and everywhere saying like, we don't know what those COVID protocols for Artbeat are going to be. We'll know probably four weeks out because you cannot make any sort of assertions right now, not knowing how, what's going to be like next month. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is there anything else in the DTSB scope that you want to promote? Oh yeah. Lots of fun stuff. Let's go. Let's go. So we've got arts on the race. That is a summer event, June, July, and August. Second Saturday is where we have arts and crafts booths along the East race during the same time as rafting. So it's noon to five, those second Saturdays of summer months. Have you ever done the rafting? I have. Have you? I haven't. No, I I'm not, I'm not. I have no problem with doing it. Most, like when I have family here, a lot of them are scared, so they don't want to do it. But it I is mean, a little scary. Is it a little scary? <laughs> but then, if you tell that to people who've actually gone whitewater rafting, right? In the like Rockies, they've gone in the Rockies. They'll be like, okay, yeah. you're a wimp. Yeah. You need to get out there. So yeah. maybe yeah. I'll do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's a it's a nice little adrenaline rush. Yeah. <laughs> so for that. Yeah. Um, so we've got, yeah, Arts on the Race. We have our Red Table Plaza lunchtime concert series. Those are free lunchtime concerts, 1145 to 115, Monday through Thursday, June through August. So 
people a lot of people go to Fridays by the fountain and a lot of mm-hmm. people don't realize those other weekdays in the summer they can also get free music at Studebaker Plaza so it'd be nice to see more people at that it's a really fun event all awesome. local musicians and then we have the summer fitness series that is, takes place Saturday mornings at the gridiron at the gridiron okay. we have eight o'clock yoga nine o'clock Zumba and ten o'clocks a different class each week like we have cardio kickboxing. We've had bar or bar eight bar. I think bar. Okay. Yeah, We've bar. had self-defense class, um, cardio drumming. So it's kind of a mixed bag of different. And that's just show up, show up yep. uh, with whatever the fee is and you're good to go. They're free classes. Love that. Yeah. Um, free, free, free. We do have, uh, we are, so last year we did socially distanced circles on the gridiron for mm-hmm. people to exercise in. And I think we're going to do that again this year. People really liked it. Even without COVID, they said they'd like to see that because they felt like for Zumba and stuff, no one was getting in their space Yeah, and they could just have room. They could put their stuff in their circle and have their own little circle. So they don't need to sign up ahead of time or that register? Is a, they register for a circle. Yeah. On they the do website? Need to, yep. And it's okay. just like a free event, right? Registration. Cool. All right. So sign up, get to some uh, athletic classes. Anything else got going on? So I think, yeah. So that's, we usually have a summer fit or summer film series right now. We are debating on whether we're going to have that or not, because it is kind of, that is a lot of people packed into a small space. Right. And so yeah, that's one thing that is definitely made a little tougher. Yeah. That. So yeah. that was one we had to cut last year and we may need to cut that one. So yeah, so we're, we're all, it's funny. Like usually as a planner, you know what you're doing for so many months in advance, but now I've kind of been like, okay, this is what we're maybe doing. And then you've really had to learn how to be completely flexible and just open to whatever. And, and so it's a little hard for me because I do like to have every yeah. all my ducks in a row. Same. Yep. <laughs> but I've kind of had to let go of that control a little of knowing everything that's going to happen. Yep. So so w- one thing I do want to give you the opportunity to talk about before we get out of here is something that I'm usually passionate about with downtown South Bend. It's a myth busting. And I'm, I'm sure you still hear it all the time. Parking. How can I go down to parking? Will you please, because <laughs> my voice will only go so far yeah. if I say it a million times. Tell people all the options they have for parking if they want to come enjoy a weekend in downtown South Bend. So uh, one of the best kept secrets, and it shouldn't be a secret, that parking is free nights and weekends in downtown, not just for a first Friday or an event, but any night, any weekend, free parking both on street and in the parking garages. Yep. So that's amazing. And there's plenty of parking garages. There's plenty. I've never seen those parking garages filled. Like. And I know it's easier to get a spot on the street. And if you don't find one on the street, you just assume there's no parking. But those, those it's garages, a, it's a always... two minute trout. Yeah. From, yeah. Trot to go from the garage. Plus there's really there, great so. views from the garage. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just go up uh, to the roof of a garage and watch the sunset. You know, I just like it's yeah, the garages are nice. So and then uh, there's free two hour parking dur- during the, the work days. And then there are also, if you don't park in the center of town, there are some streets where it's unlimited day parking, like William street. So if you don't mind walking a few blocks, you can find, you know, as much parking as you need. And can you plug where any of these events you've talked about, where people can find more information, where they can sign up for the fitness classes, everything. Downtownsouthbend.com, not DTSB.com, but all spelled out downtownsouthbend.com. And then also make sure you get our e-newsletter. There's a spot on our website to sign up for that. 
where you can f hear about not just what we're doing events, but what other downtown entities are doing, like the Civic Theater or the Music Village, what, what kind of events and activities you can find downtown. And then we also are very active on our, our Facebook and Instagram, and that's a really great way to, to figure out. And those are at DT South Bend? Uh, yes. Okay. Yep. And then one more question that pops in every once in a while. If someone is interested in starting a business and they want to be downtown South Bend, who do they talk to? Right now, that would be me. I am the right. interim executive Perfect. director right Perfect. now as well. So. <laughs> just add that to the plate, too. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> just, yeah, just contact me, and, and we would love to get you downtown. You know, the, there's nothing that we like more than a ribbon cutting and seeing yeah. new businesses coming here. So, yeah, very exciting. It's It's been great even during this crazy year we've seen so many new businesses open their doors in the midst of this this pandemic so you know we had fat bird meek and mel's i'm not going to name them all because i know i'll forget yeah. somebody it's like an oscar speech yeah. like yeah. <laughs> you know who you are yeah. <laughs> so yeah all right, perfect um kylie thanks for coming by probably have you on to promote um art beat again once we get sure. into the late summer uh again that's downtown south at dt south bend on the social medias and uh, if you want to start a business, just hit up Kylie yourself. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. Thank you. And uh, oh, I also wanted to put a quick plug in. If you haven't been to Studebaker Plaza, it looks awesome right now. Have you seen? I know. Hit, oh, what, the hit what we got going on? We've got this really cool art installation. Uh, we're working with Venues, Parks, and Arts, and there are like 100 umbrellas hanging in the plaza. It's so beautiful, colorful. Oh, yeah. I've seen uh, they've been making the rounds on social media. Yeah, yeah. It's a great selfie spot. Oh my that. gosh, yeah. yeah. And in addition to the umbrellas, there's a few little photo op, um, like art things that you can pose in front of. And there's going to be live music there Thursdays and Fridays, 5 to 7, Saturdays, noon to 2 for April and May. Perfect. That's yeah. Studebaker Plaza. Yes. Hit awesome. refresh. Hit refresh. Studebaker Plaza. Awesome. Yeah. Go get your selfies there. Yes. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Kylie. Thank you. Seem like a lot, but they all play and they roll. Put that on anything that I got, and all I care about is my city, man. I can't say it enough. I done heard things about y'all that they can't say about us. I just hold it down for my side. I just hold it down for my set. I give everybody a piece of this, and I make do. This has been a production of the Alpha Dog Podcast Network. Find more shows at alphadogagency.com slash podcast.